Welcome back to Car Party. It's the podcast with me, Ryan, and that guy's Kyle, and we're married. Hi. Yeah, not to each other. I, I knew you'd say that. It's like, wait, clear this up. I mean, at one point, we kind of were married, Kyle. We, yeah, we, we hung, hung out, out for... every day for three straight months. <laughs> <laughs> and never once had sex. Yeah, I mean, that one, no. Uh, how was your honeymoon, <laughs> Kyle? Speaking of coitus. Have no. I not told this you anything getting... about... Can we start over? Welcome yeah, back yeah. to Car Party. <laughs> I'm Ryan, this is Kyle, and we're married. No, we're not. Not to each other. <laughs> we are married independently, though. We, we're married to the game, honestly. You know? Yeah, I mean, I tell Natalie that all the time, and she's always like, no, honey, like, legally, we're married. And yeah. I was like, did you write to the game in there? What do you think's a weirder thing to call your significant other? Fiance or wife? What's harder to get used uh, to? Definitely fiance. I yeah, hated fiance. It's a dumb fucking word. We need a new yeah. word. I avoided saying it like the plague. Uh, our, uh, you know, friend of the pot, Mara, likes to call it finance. You know, Billy's her finance. Sure. It's like, excellent. I like that. So it like, takes that all, the, all the formality out of it. It just, just makes the, it goofy. Like, why did they choose the most pretentious sounding word ever? Yeah, it's just and it's like it's girlfriend is like the least oh, yeah. intense word. It's like oh yeah, it's my girlfriend. She sucks. Have I told you? Like, uh, oh, <laughs> have I told this you about my- how? <laughs> it's like why are we doing this? Like wow, compensating. Uh, did I tell you about how very early on in my career? So I'm in sales nice for those who who don't know. Thanks, blank. <laughs> and uh, on the I would be making phone calls to these people who were dramatically older than me and and more qualified in a lot of ways but i was the one making the phone calls and so anytime i referred to natalie i had been saying my wife since i was 22 <laughs> doing doing these calls That's excellent. and one time john who who ryan knows who was also one of my groomsmen uh <laughs> he turned to me and he goes does natalie know about your wife <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i just made it formal at this point she's been my wife on the phone for years that's great you're you're a big uh my lady guy Yes, yeah. and I've, I've picked that up. It's like it's, I like that. I, you know, if I'm with some younger people, I don't want to scare them. Be like, yeah, my wife. Yeah. Oh God, this guy. Oh, uh, no, wife. No, no, don't run. Oh, no, that's my lady. We can still be friends. Uh, yeah, yeah, my lady. You know, I like that. Yeah, that's my lady. But now I got a wife. Come, now. my lady. Come, come, Big, my lady. Great, great responsibilities come great uh, uh, responsibilities. So just remember that. Good it's, point. It's very important. I'll um, write that and put it on a live, laugh, love situation in my kitchen. Yes. Uh, the the second most important thing that's happened in your life is you bought the mm. a little DJ deck. How's that going? You whipped that I boy did. out yet? Yeah, it was it's been fun. Yeah, I actually you I got a couple things for you. Yeah, I figured it out enough. I kind of want to talk to you about programming some of the buttons, but yeah, that's kind of uh, confusing. But I'm yeah, it's fun. Good dude. stuff. Good like, stuff. Event- I could I, see myself. I could see myself doing that like in a similar vein to how you did on my bachelor party where you mm-hmm. would basically Ryan would rip it out at about midnight <laughs> and just DJ the rest of the night. Yep, and we're all uh. Lightly inebriated and really, really I was enjoying the vibe. So. I was heavily, heavily, <laughs> heavy yeah. inebriated. Yeah, it was fun in, uh, in Vegas, which I'll talk about later. Um, Cal and I were like going going back to back. And uh, it's kind of nice having someone else to do it with you. Because when you run out of ideas, you're like, hey, take it. Or if like someone, if like he really botches something up, I'm like, all right, get out. <laughs> you yeah. fucked that up so bad. He's like, yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's so, very uh, fun. Not to, Happy to not have to, you, not to, DJ Kyle. Thanks. Yeah, not to not to make this chance the rapper party, marriage party, wife party. But uh, <laughs> what did you think of the music at my wedding? It was great. It was. What did you think of specifically the music that we chose for the ceremony itself? I mean, I, I like I like the new thing that's that's happening in the streets these days. Where like it's like people just wanted either walk into something different or like taking the formality out of weddings and like adding sure. in the creative taste. Did you walk into Jay Z? No. 
No, uh, we did when we walked yes. into the re- to the reception. We walked into Jay Z, but Natalie walked down the aisle to to My Future Wife by John Belly. Oh yeah, John Belly. We had some Drake. Dope. We cut the cake cake to grease. Cut the cake Drake. to grease. Yeah, it was great. It was great. You couldn't have it any other way. Like no, we're never gonna have a normal music wedding. It was, no. it was excellent. I loved it. And uh, d- did I tell you what the the final time was? Like somebody timed it from the from the moment that I uh, who was the first people to walk in? My dad and my grandmother walked down the aisle. To to Natalie and I walking out, did, did they timed it? Did I tell you how oh, long it the, was? Oh, the ceremony. The ceremony. Oh itself. no, was it like? It's under ten. Yeah, it's got to be under ten. It was it was sub ten. It was eight minutes forty seven <laughs> seconds. Sub ten. Sounds like you're on like a track. Yeah, man, I ran a, a sub ten mar- a marriage <laughs> wedding, <laughs> wedding ceremony. That's excellent. Yeah, I walked out and I was like, I don't feel like I even did anything. <laughs> like this was sick. <laughs> it was my first wedding I stood up in other than mine because I sat down yeah. in mine. You know. Yeah, man, it was, I mean, like we, like we said the whole way through, we were like, we were only ever going to do it the way we wanted to, but it was great. All right. That's uh that's, that's wedding, wedding party. party. Um, here are the things here, here are the ads, you know, we don't run ads on this podcast other than for our own (laughs) shit. Um, Instagram, if you don't follow us on Instagram at car party pod, what are you doing? I don't know. No one here doesn't follow us on Instagram. You know, it's just like all the people over there. The Mm -hmm. the only way you get here is no one in, in this general right here doesn't follow us i did check so our listens also. for the first time in a while people still listen to this which is sick i was i was worried cool. i pulled up the last one i was like i don't know is this going down i was like oh 55 that's pretty solid there's 55 we, people we occasionally that spend 30 have, to 45 minutes of their life listening was bullshit it's almost <laughs> always 40 sick. to 44 minutes <laughs> um yeah man that's cool that is cool. We do if we were consistent at all maybe we'd years. actually be good at this yeah i feel like we're getting the worse <laughs> we get at this the better we get at this yeah yeah, we're the less way, we prepare, the better yeah. it goes. And the worse it is, the better it goes. Like the train record sure. is the best. Uh, yeah. TikTok, Eckhart Party Pod. I don't know what I'm doing there. I'm trying to figure out like what is this TikTok going to be? I don't know. Uh, I have 3,000 followers now. But like your followers doesn't matter on TikTok. It doesn't like go to them. You have to like- yeah, it's entirely you, algorithm, right? Yeah, and you can only talk about shit that like is hot in the streets. So like there's no way to post a song that no one's ever heard by an artist that no one's ever heard and have people see it. So I'm like, how do right. I, what do I fucking how do, do on How do you thing? find, yeah, how do you find Like I it? accidentally popped off talking about Megan Maroney, like a, a country singer. So I'm on like country I TikTok. I I'm is. like, God damn, I, that's not really what I meant. But You're sure. on country talk? That's Once. A, it's hard to get in there. Yeehaw TikTok. Um, carpartypod.com. It will solve all of your problems. If you don't know what to play, if you're worried, you got the ox, you got people over. Kyle handed me Car Party Pod, chilling or vibing. It's the first question. Then it takes mm-hmm. you down a series, very, very short, quick, funny, goofy questions. Uh, at that time, we were vibing, then we went to low-key vibing. You know, we had a few yeah. people over, a few drinks, you know, some beers here and there, but, like, we didn't want to scare anybody. We also yeah. didn't want to put anybody to sleep. We were low-key mm-hmm. vibing at that point, and um, Car Party Pod will, will, will keep you safe there. All right, let's get to some news. Uh, some of this news is old, but it's all pretty entertaining. Uh, since we last met, uh, Kanye likes Jewish people again <laughs> because oh, he watched. Watching, they made up. Watching. Did you did you actually not hear about this? No. I oh don't. my god, this was. I, I am a quick delete on Kanye news. He he like usually doesn't have an Instagram. He reactivated it. Post one picture of Jonah Hill, and he said, "Watching Jonah Hill in Twenty One Jump Street made me like Jewish people again." <laughs> And then so, he went on like a few more sentences, like dead fucking serious, being like, "Guys, I don't, I don't know what's been going on. I should have." Jonah just, Hill brought him back. He was just like, "I should have just watched Twenty One Jump Street." Like, what? I mean, I like Twenty One Jump Street. 
But I, I also mean, that is also the be, reason I like Jewish people. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, I'd be, the, be the first to admit that I didn't like Jewish people. No, I'm kidding. I I don't care who you are. Uh, you could be <laughs> Where are you anybody, going with this? and I'm <laughs> typically gonna not like you. <laughs> I don't care who you are. You could be anybody. I'm just not gonna like. And you. I probably still won't like you. Speaking. That's, Kanye is the most insane person human alive ever. Yeah, maybe ever. And like. Probably actually clinically, which is sad. Yeah. At least he... Who cares why he yeah. came to this realization? Let's hope it it's sticks. It's nice to have him back, back just pro Jew. Keep, keep, watch it every night if you have to, Kanye. It's, yeah. it's, it's a good movie. Uh, we've got some more craziness from Meek Mill. Um, Robert really? Kraft. Yes. It was, this is the funniest tweet I've ever seen. Like This podcast okay. is about Meek Mill doing weird shit. Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots football team, for all you uh, you know nerds out there that don't know anything about football. Uh, Robert Kraft says, Meek Mill texted him three to four days ago that Lamar Jackson wants to be a Patriot. Kraft said, quote, that's Bill's decision. <laughs> so <laughs> Meek Mill is apparently Lamar Jackson's agent. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a GM. Well, Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. That's so. why it's funny. Like, what if it's Meek Mill with his french fries in his lap? Just Bad choice of, of agent. Horrible if choice you're of agent. Jackson. Horrible choice of agent. But just another hilarious, like, on the timeline, like, what the fuck is Meek Mill doing now? He's how trying did to that negotiate conversation go contract? down? How many, how many condiments <laughs> did Meek Mill have in his lap when he was having <laughs> that conversation with Lamar Jackson? And it's like, why does Meek Mill have Robert Kraft's phone number? Like, I can see how he can have, like, Philly. He's always, like, yeah, he's always plugged into these weird business circles, which I, like, I get if you're Meek Mill and you had this, like, come up and you were kind of always in a hustler mentality. But he has, like, really good relationships with a lot of billionaires, which is just an interesting. Very strange. Like, they love Meek Mill for some reason. We could do, like, a documentary on this guy. It's just just crazy. There's got to be one eventually, right? What else happened? Lollapalooza lineup got released, and the people voted. I did, I've, past few years I've done, like, this lineup versus the year before, and then whoever wins, I go a year back. This people voted this is the best lineup in six years, which is pretty insane oh. because they've been like dudding for a while now. Um, the lineup is Kendrick, Billie Eilish, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Odessa, Lana, nineteen seventy five, and in small print, first one on the list, Fred again. If you've ever heard of him, fuck yeah. Uh, who are other people you'd like? GID, Pusha T. Lil Yachty, Mount Joy, Backseat Lovers. It's it's a great list. I'm very excited about it. And uh, I got a four-day. This might be my last four-day before my Whoa. body fully deteriorates. And yeah. it's just like It'll I come back a changed anymore. man. Yeah. Like the it's number wrinkles. one thing I'm worried about, it's not like, oh, I'm going to drink too much, this and that. I'm like going to get like shoe inserts. Like my lower back is going to be just torched. Like got to take a few days off, maybe go a It'll little late one day. Shoals. All thinking about the body here. Like the liver can handle it a little bit. Are you gonna get Ooh, those, gonna uh, a lot of those dad new balances so that you're gonna I will do anything. <laughs> like <laughs> my body is going to be broken. Uh yeah. you'll love this. So Ed Sheeran tells Rolling Stone that he wanted Jay Z to be on Shape of You. You know what Jay Z said? I sent him the song I heard this. and he said, I don't think that song needs a rap verse. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, that's Jay Z. That's Jay Z. Nicely saying, "Fuck hey, off." Yeah, I'm way too street for this. <laughs> this song blows, bro. And it's like, I think it's the like most streamed song of, of all time. Jay Z's. Like, I mean, what's like, what's the, that. what's the corniest Jay Z verse of all time? Like, I, I don't think even... that song needs a rap verse. God, Ed Sheeran must have felt like shit. Damn, I just can't even think of like. Funny. I can't even think of a song where Jay Z like sold out. 
umbrella yeah. you could maybe argue but like i feel like do people Rihanna. think like his oh his newer albums are are good or does anyone it's not some, that that's not necessarily what i'm like saying so i'm bad. saying when have you ever heard a jay-z verse on a corny dude's song gotcha yeah that's ever fair. he's never been the guy that's just like this is the price for my feature mm-hmm. and i'll do any of them yeah that's that's never been him. i can't even True. find one the the corniest one you could argue is Umbrella, and that's not even no. That's like, like that's Rihanna. He kind of made it like yeah, true. It's Rihanna, yeah. and he kind of made a corny song legendary just because right. he was in it. Um, also, your your rap talk is going off on the Instagram. Not a lot of people. <laughs> the people that uh, disagree with you, it's fucking hilarious. Should we just yeah, go through some they, of the comments? This this will be good. I don't think I've shared some of these with you. And it I just, always like, seems like it's like a 19-year-old who Googled who are cool OG rappers. Literally. It's so fucking funny. All right. Let's see. What are our top comments? Uh, <laughs> uh, so this this comment, uh, he just ranked his tell, own. Tell, tell people what you're referencing because you just uh, said we did talk. We did the uh, top 10 rappers of all time. Billboard did a whack-ass list. And then Kyle did his own list. So I, did, I made a... Um, I made a reel of those back to back, just kind of like the billboard one and then Kyle's. And um, <laughs> the first comment is this guy doing his own list. He has Andre 3000, one, ASAP Rocky, two, Lauren Hill, three, <laughs> Kanye, four, Drake, five, and Kendrick, six. And the first comment is mysterious ass list. <laughs> <laughs> mysterious ass list. This guy, Juice World, top 15. No. Uh, I really had to explain to people the Kanye thing. And yeah. I got more likes. Rapper like I, I accidentally ratioed the guy who's like Kanye. I was like, the argument would be Kanye isn't a top ten rapper, but he's probably the best artist of all time. People are like, all right, yeah. they, they got that. Uh, <laughs> the most liked comment is fucking Cal, and it's ten Drake, nine Drake, eight Drake, seven Drake, six Drake, five Drake, four Drake, three Drake, two Drake, one Iggy Azalea. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was a fun time. We got we got to put some more toxic of your hot takes on the internet for whatever reason i feel like the barbershop talk that surrounds like top five or top 10 rappers of all time gets people heated oh yeah list like it's the most it's the most divisive list i've ever like oh yeah people talk about yeah because i feel like hip-hop and rap people are very uh opinionated and they like have their opinions and they're just like this is who i fuck with because rap is very personal it's a very personal genre but it's also it's like jordan versus lebron like you're not going to skew right. from whichever nope. side of that debate you're exactly. on. Exactly. Exactly. What side of the debate are you on, Kyle? Jordan or LeBron? Mike, stop it. Okay, same. I thought we could argue about something. Yeah, you're not going to say LeBron. Okay. Uh, this is actually somewhat recent news. You know, most of our news is two months old. <laughs> we don't uh, talk. Frank Ocean, bad luck. Woof. Bad luck. Woof. Supposed to headline Coachella. Everyone's all excited. People were like, I'm going to be disappointed if he has a great show and doesn't announce an album or comes out with music. Like, people's expectations were too fucking high. And the the details of the shit that happened was pretty crazy. Yeah. So if you don't know at all, he performed the first weekend, it was a dud, and then he dropped out for the second weekend. Well, well we, we should, there. should we, are you going to talk about what he did the first weekend? Yeah, so like I've got like a good synopsis here, like a paragraph. A okay, cool, cool, cool. So this is uh, Festive Owl on Instagram. If you want to like know the ins and outs of festivals Ooh. and everything, this guy's just Ooh. fucking knows everything. He knows people before shit comes out. So he goes, to give a brief synopsis, Frank was an hour late. He finally comes on, and you can s- not see him on the stage at all. He's essentially singing and playing, I use those terms very loosely, in an alcove backstage while the performance is broadcast on the screen. So much that the people weren't sure if they were watching something pre-recorded or not. At one point, he walks off stage altogether. Some random DJ and a security guard spent 15 minutes of his time dancing. 
When he comes back, he proceeds to essentially plug in an aux cable, not sure if you can't see him, and dance around to his own music like a listening party. Then to cap things off, he just randomly stops playing and says, oh, it's time for curfew. Bye. Walks off. That's it. Like, what? Brutal. Bru- I saw I saw a video of him doing, like, strictly the portion where he was just listening to his own music and, like, dancing around and, like, singing along with it. Not even with a mic, just singing along to himself. I, like... What's the deal? Like, what... I don't know. Is he just a prima donna or what? I think what happened, what I was like, I was somewhat defending him without knowing all the details, like the day after. And like, I think he got booked in 2020 and then he basically got rebooked for this year. So I think it's a situation of that. Like he couldn't really get out of it or he already signed a contract or like he had to perform at Coachella at some point. So he's just like, right, right. This doesn't excuse it or anything, but I think that's the background. And then like, this is just all devil's advocate. Like, he he gets up there and he's like, uh, this is, I'm not here. It's not about the new album, dot, dot, dot. Not that there's not a new album. So he kind of like uh, says, hey, there should be a new album eventually. And he goes to talk about his brother who died uh, in between now and 2020. And he used to go to Coachella together and he was, he's getting emotional about it because like whatever. So that might have a piece in it. But like it doesn't back up this fucking behavior. It's like if you want to tribute like he- your brother don't fucking slight the festival that you would always Correct. go with him, you know? And like, I, I'll never, never knock anybody for like dealing with a mental health issue in any way that they are. But like the core of being a good person should always be a part of you. And it seems like every single chance he had to do something wrong by someone else in this situation, he chose to do wrong by them. Yeah. I hate that shit. There was a, did you hear about Especially the, like whole the ice the rink? Ice rink? Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say. We I, should talk I don't about know if I should read too. this entire thing, but it's like, no, here, basically, I'll, I'll give like the high level. Yeah. If you want, go ahead. It seems like what he requested was to have like an ice rink sitting in front of the stage while he was performing for the sake of a visual aspect of, of his performance. They also said that it cost, I think they said like $2 million, give or take to have this rink constructed. And they had like four trained, uh, uh, ice skaters yeah. i don't know if, what, there go. if there's a specific term for them i was gonna say ballerinas ice Dude, ballerinas you're so woke you're afraid to say ice skaters <laughs> you gotta ice move out of Portland, dude. And, 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 and uh like they had this like choreographed thing that they were gonna do they've been practicing for like two months to do it and then like the day of the show he was like i don't want to do that let's not do that legit the and day. so they had they, they they literally the day of yeah and they had to melt the entire ice rink <laughs> move it off so that he could do this bum ass performance uh shitty pretty shitty dude and then he allegedly hurt broke not broke not broke he broke injured his ankle in a bike accident days before Coachella and there's videos of him just bouncing around like his ankle is fucking fine if you're gonna and then that was the reason he didn't do weekend two was because of the fucking ankle injury like right. this was overall no the biggest no botch. let's let's keep it let's but keep that's it what he Co- said but let's keep it about Coachella was like you're not doing weekend two. come up with an excuse oh <sighs> there's no way they were gonna have him back no way. See, I don't think that was... I think they wanted him back because they lost a lot of money for not having him back. So I think that was all so. him. I think it was I, all I think him. You, I think you sneeze in the face of Coachella like that, they're immediately like blacklisted. Yeah. I think of it, it's the other way where Frank just did anything to get out of it. And he's like, this this is embarrassing. I got to get out of here. But what happened instead? One of the greatest like moments in dance music history. We had Skrillex. We had My Boyfriend again. And Fortet. 
They headlined out of nowhere. Skrillex also did this when Drake dropped out of Lollapalooza Brazil. He just showed up. That's the beauty of a DJ set. They just slapped it on this ice rink, and they had people (laughs) on all around them, like a a boiler room, and people loved it. Like, that's that's exactly what you should do as an artist. Like, oh, I don't need any time. I don't need any prep. Let's fucking do this thing. And they what a what a good number one what a good guy move but number two what a wise career move oh my god for yeah. somebody like a Fred again that's crazy but like his name was everywhere oh yeah in the music scene Skrillex everywhere. is having is is the artist of the year in my opinion right now he's just promoted everything so well he might have two more albums coming he like had a cryptic tweet of all the acronyms of his albums and there's two more left like this dude's he hasn't released music in a while he might just have a fucking bank speaking of people with a bank. Uh, Morgan Wallen. That was a bad transition. Uh, did you hear about this? Morgan Wallen canceled his show during his show. Like people uh, receives backlash from fans after canceling 60,000 stadium concert minutes before taking the stage due to losing his voice. (laughs) Like literally a sign just came on the stage. People were like bought merch. They did all the stuff and got their beers, sat down. And then he was like, Hey guys, I lost my voice. Like what the fuck? How could you do that? What's even funny? Like the heat is coming off Morgan Wallen only because someone was like, hey, you should refund everything that, uh, here's my itemized bill of everything that I paid for. (laughs) And this woman should have never done this. Like this is, this is so funny. So here's this woman's itemized bill that she wants Morgan Wallen to uh, refund her. Hotel, $560, gas, $80, tickets, $1,600 for four of them. Holy shit. My outfit, $120. Husband's outfit, $218. (laughs) (laughs) Look at what this guy's wearing. It's literally just like a normal ass hat in flannel. Like where are you buying your husband's outfit? Uh, <laughs> Oxford Grill House, $235. Crackle Bear, $40. Los oh, their meals? Pa- she wants her yeah. meals comped? And she's saying the restaurants. Los Perarios, $45. Uh, Rebel Rags, because we wouldn't wait, wait, have wait, had... Wait. How much How much did she spend at Cracker Bell? $40. Stop it. What did she get? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what can uh, you get at Cracker Bell? Oh, my God. It's devastating. Drinks at the concert, $220, and it hadn't started yet. <laughs> oh, they got hammered. Rebel Rags. I don't know what that is. Because we wouldn't have had the opportunity to go if it had not been for this concert, $629. <laughs> grand total of four grand. <laughs> that's nutty. So funny. So that's hilarious. I could uh, get behind the tickets and maybe, like, the hotel. Amazing. Amazing. But. Uh, a few more quick things. I don't have much to say in the other things, so it's just like a big news podcast. Did you uh, listen to Mac DeMarco's new album? I don't even know who that is. Uh, well, he released an album. It's 199 songs, and it's nine hours long. Whoa. <laughs> it's got to be a record, right? That's just fucking insane. And uh, finally, MGK might be back to rapping. He, um, in his Instagram caption about his, uh, he's got a documentary coming about, coming out talking about his like basically his punk face and the caption was it's not just a concert film it's the end of an era so a lot of people think he's just back to rap um he has already i think we talked about this a few pods ago but he has alluded to multiple times that he's dropping a rap album this year which is exactly what he should do like i'm glad he made a second album like it's not just a flash in the pan it's like if you if you want to do this like thing get it out and he timed it perfectly because no one was mm-hmm. touring. He hit a huge festival circuit, made a fuck ton of money. But like, I like that he's like, all right, that's not really my thing. Let me go back mm-hmm. to my thing. Like, I think that he played this perfectly as yeah, an artist. Like, he's, as I don't everything. think he's gonna. He's not gonna push anything new in that genre. So right, like, exactly. pop in, 
get your bag, have fun with it, and then get back to what you're good at. And I think like he not that he was bad at that, not that he was bad at like punk rock, but just like you're a rapper, dude. Yeah, and he was ju- he was just doing like what you've heard before by a different yeah. guy, you know. And I think he might like his album was called Mainstream Sellout. It was just like, yeah, I've heard you guys. Fuck it. I'm making zillions of dollars. You're coming to, to my shows. This. So like, and fuck I'm marrying Megan Fox. Yeah. Leave me alone. Didn't they yeah. break up? I don't know. Didn't they break no, up? No, he just said it. He said in that freestyle that he just put out that he's still marrying her. So, well, I don't he know. He per, per like his mouth. Um, <laughs> well, I hope not. I think, I think, uh, what was I going to say? I think this rap album, he's going to really, it's not going to be a mid rap album. Cause then like the, the, conversation is gonna be oh you're just like okay at everything i think if he's releasing a rap album it's gonna be really fucking good because like the past three years he's probably been making a rap album in the background of his yeah. like mid punk albums and he hasn't like that could be the exciting. the argument would be that binge was not a very good rap album but in general his albums have been pretty decent yeah if we're being honest you're a big mgk rap guy before uh i am I, I i will be the first to admit like i get it like i get all the complaints about him being like a relatively corny guy whatever he does stupid stuff but like in general, you can't really lie with. I mean, he's had albums that have had actual plot lines and have been good, and he's he's a good rapper. Like mm-hmm. General Mission was good, Bloom was pretty good, Binge was eh. Hotel Diablo, I loved. So, yeah, I think I think he'll drop a good album. Yeah, I'm not worried about I it. I think so. And that he so. he just dropped a little uh, a little cipher with Corday, which didn't know they were friends, but that was kind of fun to see. Corday's friends, and uh, yeah, Corday's so is like the friendliest, nicest dude ever. It seems like, um, and they uh, they dropped a cipher on YouTube. So, and it's good. It's fun, fun to listen to. What's the difference of a cipher and a freestyle? Um, a cipher typically has multiple people. Isn't it just like a bunch of people just like going at it? It's like a freestyle gangbang, if you will. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. If Sweet. you want to put it that way. Uh, let's go to new music. After that, <laughs> um, Miley Cyrus. Ever heard of her? Dropped an album called "Endless Summer Vacation." <clears throat> I was oh. actually I should have kept my voice raspy because it was perfectly like yeah. getting Miley raspy. Um, it's a very good album. It's a confusing album to me because, like, my first listen was on a plane. Attention. Don't listen to this album on a plane. You'll get very mm-hmm. bored because you're waiting for something to happen. But, like, go do something fun. Go to, like, sit at dinner at your house. Like, be doing something fun, and it's a fucking awesome album. Like, I don't – it was the weirdest first I and like second it. listen. Um, it's very good. It the, but, the it, overall, but you are right. I, I listened to it in the car, and I was like, not really, not really a car album. Not really the vibe. I really think we can't determine how good this album is until it's like summertime because a lot of it's yeah. just very, it's called Endless Summer Vacation. Um, the one really cool thing I liked about it was the first half is supposed to be like an AM, like a morning, little sleepier, some ballads. And the end half is supposed to be the PM, the nighttime, the going out, the clubbier music. So I liked that it had kind of that theme. And then another cool thing, um, she asked... Will I Am or someone, whoever is helping a producer. She's like, okay, like, what should this album like sound like? Like, what should we go after? And he was just like, dude, like, just you're Miley Cyrus. Like, you don't need to make it sound like anything. Just like make yeah, fucking music. Like, Miley Cyrus, you are you. Um, yeah, that's kind of the best part. Is like she doesn't need to make the best music, but she'll still be Miley Cyrus. I did a yeah. um, I did a poll whether people like this one or Plastic Hearts better. It's like sixty forty this one. So like, she's doesn't really offend too many people. Because uh, yeah. how could you? She's a superstar. She's great. Um, yeah. So I'm definitely happy with the album. It was great. I could not agree more. I, I, I think you're right. And it kind of has a time and place type album. But mm-hmm. it's... I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's really, it's I really like throwing it on. Yeah. yeah. What we got next? Uh, speaking of albums that are 
<laughs> there's no way to, to go from Miley Cyrus <laughs> to, to, Danny to, to Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia, but uh, they dropped a rap album that is, I would say, one of the most experimental. It's like, ex- yeah, experimental is a great word for it. It's very far-reaching. Like it's it's not something I've ever heard before. It's like jagged. And it's it's it uh, punches you in the mouth when you yeah. listen to it. But I personally loved it first playthrough, which I liked was it a lot too. Like I don't, I don't know if that's the common feeling. I think it some is. people have to live with it for a while. Oh, it people is. like it first listen. Uh, a lot, like basically on all the rap accounts and all like the general accounts, it's in people's like top five, ten albums of the year so far. So you're definitely not alone. It's just it's it's not an album I expected. I don't love Danny Brown. Some people really, really love Danny Brown. He's kind of a squeaky voice to me, but like, hey, so am I. He, he sounds good. great on this on this style so good i agree that like i think i like him but i never found a project i liked this just works like squeaky raspy yelling at me about some shit where there's like pots and pans just banging in the background like it's insane it's it's an experience i i don't think i've ever heard an album like this no which is is a huge compliment in a in a genre that is kind of copy paste yeah for sure especially as of right now like everybody like finds the flow in the pocket that's working in hip-hop and then just follows it unless mm-hmm. you're kendrick lamar or j cole or drake well none of <laughs> drake kind of does it straight yeah. copy paste there's legit um, ai drake is better than real drake like there's ai yeah. fake drake songs coming out and i'm like that's better than these weird kim kardashian samples <laughs> this brother's coming out with yeah but it's if you are at all interested in a hip hop album that sounds like nothing, even I think everybody should listen to this album. Mm. And if you get to if you get to if you get to track three, this and song, you're like, this what really, is this? Really, any one song is a good um, is a good like representation of it. But if you listen to the song and you're at all intrigued, you're like that was that was, was kind of cool. You should listen to the whole album. You should listen yeah. to the whole album. It's it's I don't I'm having so much trouble describing it. Like it's I usually weird. can describe an album really well. I just yeah. can't. You just you just gotta go. You just got to go. It's beautifully, beautifully weird. Uh, a perfect way to describe this next one, Daniel Caesar. Uh, I had a flight at 6 a.m., so I was like in an Uber at 4.30, and this was this is the only option. The only option mm-hmm. is Daniel Caesar, and it was so pleasant. Just like the, the highways are kind of peaceful. Like it, I could say yeah. for like 22 minutes. I'm like, oh, this is great. Daniel Caesar has one of the best voices. Maybe we're just going to give him all of Frank Ocean's clout now. Like the, I like the vocal ability is similar. The, the the full album product is not the same, but no. just a great, probably his best album so far. Yeah, and just I like think the talent, nice the talent is comparable, work. but the the mind is not. The mind of Frank Ocean's like way further advanced. But uh, is it? But <laughs> well, <laughs> recent recent events would not say so. But yeah. um, yeah, Daniel Caesar for me is a a late late night or an early early morning. Yes, like yeah. that's Cannot, he's that type of the music. sun can't be out. Can, sun cannot be out. Yeah, I can't is see sun. It no can sun. be peaking. It can be peaking <laughs> on the horizon. <laughs> it can be peaking. The second I can, that shit gets up, yeah, something yeah. else. Then turn it off. Hit hit yeah. Miley or some shit. Um, it's just so good. It's just <clears> such yeah. a good album. Agreed. Uh, so I got a story with this next one. I was just in Las Vegas. It was um, it was a lot. That place is a, a fucking lot. Um, and we went to the same club three days in a row, and. It's my favorite place in the world. It's called IU Day Club. 
and we went to a Tiesto pool party, which I didn't realize until after it was over that it was an album release party. So that was pretty cool. Oh, um, And I listened to the album for the first time, not at the pool party that it was playing at, but uh, yesterday. Because I was like, <laughs> I really wasn't paying attention. <laughs> like, I was just fucking getting after it. Like, pool parties in Vegas are the fucking best. Like, you're outside, there's a DJ. It's like the best part of a club, but you're in a pool and there's, it's not really that smelly because you're just out fucking side and it's sunny. It was great. So this uh, is Tiesto album. Um, it's perfect for exactly what I just described. If yeah, you got to be just like, hit play, but it's like it. it's poppy. There's a lot of like pop features on it. It's not super offensive. Like I could play it for you, and you'd be like, "Yeah, this is fine. This, this is cool." Like it's definitely fine. I mean, I'm listening to it right now, like to an, to a song from it right now, and it's it's fine. Yeah, it's just like good poppy EDM. And Tiesto is the god. He is the Jay Z of EDM, literally. Like he's he's the goat. He's just the old motherfucker. He doesn't miss. Yeah, I somehow I don't know how I'm gonna get there. I need to get better at DJing, but I want to retire and DJ that pool. I want to be Tiesto. How do I do that? I just I think I want to work in that. It's direction. a little more complex than but you. Yeah, might like expect. step by step. I feel like every day I can just make steps to be a 50 year old DJing pool parties. That just sounds so much fun. You know who I want to be? Who do you want to be? Do you want to make I a be change? T-Pain. Yeah, I honestly would love to be T Pain. I feel like he is the goofiest, silliest, most OG dude. There it's a is. much calmer choice. Yeah, the life would be a little bit, a little bit cleaner. I just yeah. play video games on on Shaq Twitch would be or whatever. Life too whatever they do it on. I could just be a dubstep oh. DJ yeah. and comment <laughs> halftime of the NBA. <laughs> like, yeah, just argue with Charles well. Barkley. <laughs> yeah. uh, T Pain dropped an album that is entirely covers. It's on called On Top of the Covers, and it has a hilarious. Uh, That's a great name album cover so you should go and look at the cover even if you don't listen to it but if you say cover every, we, we've been talking about this for a minute that t-pain vocally is wild like has has absolute pipes and people just always like to sleep on him because he's a little little auto-tune guy but he shows off here and in the on the album itself he has a change is going to come which is like a, an old classic obviously you've heard the song a million times even if you don't know it Sam uh he has um uh don't stop believing which is very weird but it's, <laughs> he sounds good <laughs> Uh, he has War Dogs on there, and I did not anticipate thinking that War Dogs Dude, would sound phenomenal around. by T Pain. But it's like the the whole album is very enjoyable, and That's he's awesome. just an enjoyable human. What's interesting about him is I feel like he was like obviously we know that T Pain is a good musician, but he's always used auto tune, and it was until mm-hmm. his Tiny Desk, which I feel like was ten years into his career, where he's like, oh, I can sing too. Like it's not just the auto tune. By the way. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like, there's some people like 070 Shake and Travis Scott and Kanye that use auto tune and they like can't really sing that well. And that's okay. They're right. using it as like, oh, still I, talented artists. Yeah, yeah. Like, they know how to sing. They're just not like super pitch isn't great or this or that. Like, T Pain can just fucking rip it. Like, He's you got don't sing. Pipes. You don't sing a change is going to come bad. If you do, no. you stop singing it. Like, it's right. a song you don't fuck with unless you kill it. Yeah. And he killed it. It was. I know somebody else who, uh, who sings a change is going to come pretty well. You, right? Oh, me? Yeah. I, I mean, I can sing everything, Kyle. Kyle, didn't you I once said, say that I said I'm the what? best singer uh, you've ever met? In I genuinely, hey, I, I said this, I said this off of, off of air and I will say, say it, it again online. Here. Say it online. G- Turn up your genuinely. mic. Genuinely. Turn it up. Gen- <laughs> genuinely. It's too loud. You are the best singer I have ever heard with my own ears in person. That's not like wildly famous. You could have left How about out that? the I'll end. I'll put that. I'll put that. I'll put that caveat on it. Thank you. Yep. I'm, uh... Honestly, no. I well, no. Don Henley is is nuts. Yeah. Like. Give me the he, list Don... of where I fit in the concerts. You Do know? you want to actually hear this? Like this mine's, mine's probably one. Frank Ocean. Like that shit was insane. You're talking about people you've heard live, like yeah, personally like, with your own ears. With live. my own ears. Okay. 
I would go number one, Don Henley. He has one of the craziest voices I've ever heard in my life. Uh, he's the lead singer of the Eagles, as you type it in to find out who he is. Yeah, it's like, I don't know people's names. Um, know number two, I would say is, I don't know his name, but the lead singer of uh, uh, Styx okay. was Bonkers. I would go three is you. Fuck yeah. Gen- <laughs> list. Like gen- genuinely three is you. And four would be like John Mellencamp. Fuck yeah. Who Fuck doesn't have John a great Mellencamp. voice, but has a very unique voice. So what a it was, weird it was list great, that but... I'm included in that. What a, what a great segment this is. I mean, it just, it goes to show that I basically only go to rap concerts <laughs> and <laughs> old school rock and, concerts. And Glee Club concerts when you're dragged to, because yeah. I'm singing yeah. at him. That's true. That's um, true. Next we have Boy Genius. I won't talk about this too long, but I just want people to know that if you're a Phoebe Bridgers fan, Boy Genius is Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgers' band. It's with her and like her two homies, Julian Baker and Lucy Lucy Dacious, and uh, it legitimately like they do. They're doing interviews and like it really is this way. It's like three best friends that are extremely talented that are making music together, pushing each other in like to be better, and just it's just so wholesome and excellent. Great songwriting. This is. Some people are like, oh my God, Taylor Swift, Lana Del Rey, great songwriters. This has both. If you don't listen to the words, it's still good. It's got both the songwriting and the production. It's awesome. It's lovely. Anything with Phoebe Bridgers, I'm all in on. So she's great. She's great. Yeah. Um, how many more? Of these I really only have. Just start, I, was say, I really only have like I have like a couple. I'll just like pop through quickly, and then I'll let you take it over. Um, West Side Boogie has a song called "Tell Me." West Side Boogie is. I'm not going to lie to you. I think if he drops another solid album, he may be in my top five new rappers. Like he, he's up there with a Corday for me. He's very solid. Every time I listen to a West Side Boogie song, I really enjoy it. Uh, Logic dropped a little EP with C. Castro. Um, they seemingly have a little group called Half Breed. It's pretty good, enjoyable to listen to. If you like Logic, you'll definitely like it. If you don't like Logic, you may still like okay, it. Boy. Give it a try. And then the only other one that I want to talk about is in my opinion, the best Puerto Rican album I've ever heard, uh, which is, what's the album actually called? Three Men, Two Quebron, and it's by Alito Carrion, and uh, I put one of the songs on there from that. And Ryan is gone. So now I'm talking to myself and wondering what happened to his computer. Shit. So shit. Okay. I was really nervous that I just lost all that. Did you have a nice good monologue? Everything go well? Yeah. I think it went well. Did you stop your audio? No. Okay, great. No. Am I just leaving me saying shit, shit, shit? I just continued my thought. And then I got to a point like, and Ryan's been gone for about the last <laughs> 10 seconds. Well, I'll uh, hear, so I'll hear whatever you said. I'm going to talk to myself. But man, I just got really nervous. This computer's, I think. To 11 years old and sometimes it just loses full podcast i was like no not again Woof. not again but i think we're okay uh Anything yeah else i just i've no i just finished it like the last thing that i said was my uh talked about my favorite puerto rican album that i've ever heard yeah which one was that I've, i was listening to this while cooking i was just uh si, sa, 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 si salimos yeah si salimos you know what i really liked was the swiss beats and nas song that was fire oh you like that i did like that okay what else yeah i like that too i like the blast song that was good Mm-hmm. IDK is also rock solid. He was at Coachella. Yeah, IDK all of the like solid. all of the rest of the songs that I put in here are, are don't get me wrong, there. I enjoy them. They're just not like I don't know that I need to go out of my way to talk about them. For sure. Um, one thing E40 too, like, has a has an enjoyable song. I just love fun. E40. That was fun. I was I was cooking to E40. I was like this. 
Kyle's with us. Oh, we should we should talk <laughs> briefly about the marshmallow and polo G song. Oh just yeah, it's funny. I actually do have something to say that you're not going to like about that. That's fine. Do you want me, you want me to say it? Yeah, just I think say it. I think Polo G is kind of washed. I think he's when you were describing. Really? I just like when you were describing earlier, like the same sound and people getting lost. For me, a guy that's not like rap first, I don't see any reason to go listen to Polo G. I think there's a lot of okay. people that sound like Polo G. I like the song, and it's not like it's bad. I just mean I think he's gonna. I don't think he has a lot of stank power. I think he's gonna get lost in the shuffle of people that kind of sound like him. Is is my take on Polo G? I can see that. I I think. If that was going to happen to him, I think it would have happened a couple years ago. Like, I, I don't think that he would be doing songs with Marshmallow this year if yeah, that was going to happen to him. Yeah, I think he's always going to have, like, the name and the ability to get features and stuff. I just don't think, like, he's going to drop an album and no one's going to care type of thing. I just think, th- this is the way I think about it. There will always be a couple dudes from Chicago that are in the in the spotlight as far as rap goes. And if you're not a little Dirk guy, you're a Polo G guy. And if you're not a Polo G guy, you're a little Dirk guy. That's the way I look at it right now. Not on. G Herbo's in there a little bit, but young boy, a little Dirk, dude. What about Who? Young Boy? My guy, Young Who? Boy. Young Never Boy. Young Boy. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't not like Polo G, but like when we were talking about him when we first started the podcast, I feel like we had how, these how big expectations. We were, we were excited, yeah. and really, he's been flat. Same with like Ian Dior. Like just twenty twenty artists great, have just like, a great feature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not much going on. A um, few other few other tidbits here. I do like the song. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on the fact you're putting some marshmallow EDM featuring rap on the on the. It's pod. not really you. a, but it's not really like an EDM song. I would say it, no. it leans hip hop for sure. Marshmallow like completely decided to be pop, and he's just like, yeah. I just want to make money. <laughs> like I don't yeah. even know if the guy under that marshmallow is like the same the person. Same guy. He might just yeah, like rent like, that shit. He out. hired somebody. Like, do you want to yeah. be a DJ for like, a day? Pay me a million the face. dollars. Give me 20%. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Legit. Like, I don't even know if it's the same guy that produces the yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, so we've got white Fang on here who looks like this lesser known DJ. I've never heard of. It's actually Alice in Wonderland. Um, mm. Alice in Wonderland is pregnant. I commented Congrats. on her like announcing it or whatever. And I was like, she's literally doing, she did Coachella as white Fang. Like pregnant as fuck. Like she's like eight months pregnant. What if I said ten months? That'd have been embarrassing. Um, so I replied to her Instagram. I was like, "This baby's gonna need a dubstep machine to fall asleep to." It has five hundred likes. She replied, "I just lolled." Alice in Wonderland is lolling at me, Kyle. Lolling. I love at that. Me. I feel like you guys have a little bit of a good relationship going we on. We might. She we, doesn't. Yeah. Pr- she probably you, like, doesn't. Took over her fan account. At yeah, one she point probably doesn't connect the dots there, but I do. I'm connecting dots. But it's funny. Yeah. The, the top comments of that post is me and a bunch of really famous DJs. It's me, Madion, Diplo, Slander. All these people, and it's just so funny. When you see a post just got posted, just say something witty. You'll be a top comment. That's that's my that's my um, uh, two cents, two cents, three cents, four cents. Uh, another two cents, fifty, fifty cents, fifty cents, fifty cent. Um, another funny story. It's kind of savage, and you might actually like this guy more because of it. M um, eighty three. They have a song called Midnight City that's super famous, <laughs> and. Uh, Commonly played at like EDM shows and stuff too. They're like an indie band, but they kind of crossed over to EDM for a minute. They released an album. I've got a song on here. Uh, but total savage quote from this guy. 
when that song was picked up by DJs and stuff, he goes, EDM is probably one of the styles of music that I hate the most. All of a sudden, I have these bro EDM DJs playing my music, and I just can't even care less. Sometimes I wish I could erase that fan base, but I don't think it's possible to do that. <laughs> Holy shit, Kyle, are you M83? This guy is fucking angry. I mean, I did get rid of all my social media, so man, maybe I got burners. Like... It's one thing to like say, you know what, I don't really fuck with EDM. It's another thing to have three sentences just absolutely saying like, hey, fuck all of you. <laughs> all thousands of you DJs are bitches. So good for that guy. Uh, but their new oh, album, yeah. Fantasy, is pretty good, so I'll, I'll take that. Um, I have an insane Adele remix on here, Set Fire to the Rain. The funny thing about this is the DJ is called Baddies Only, and if you look at his TikTok, it's like low-key softcore porn. It's just him and a bunch of like scantily clad women and he has 12 million views. So he's like very much not a DJ, but somehow he pumped out the dopest remix I've ever heard. <laughs> so his name is all caps baddies only. I wouldn't go to the TikTok cause like, unless you're looking for some baddies only, yeah. um, it's kind of confusing. I could put uh, one and two together. Yeah. Last thing we've got here is Sabrina Carpenter. Um, we, we are team Olivia, of course, but Obviously. I think, she, Sabrina Carpenter put out a new album, and uh, the song Feather is on the playlist. It's an absolute Just to make band. sure I know what we're talking about, she was the other girl. In she the... was the other girl. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get okay. there. Uh, right. But yes, Kyle, excellent work. Uh, you did your Team Olivia research. Thank you. Uh, team Olivia. Um, I still get my pin every every month. If, of course. Of course. My Team Olivia pin. Uh, Feather by Sabrina Carpenter is on the playlist. This is like maybe the best pop song I've heard all year. I'm not a Sabrina Carpenter person, but this song fucking slaps. Uh, okay. I gave the album a listen. It was good. I, I'm not going to go back and listen to it, but I thought the song, uh, Because I Liked a Boy, was interesting. It was actually talking about the whole, like, her and Olivia and that guy situation. Um, pretty much talking about, like, she didn't know that they were dating or that, whatever. That just guy. just fell for this guy, like, naturally. And these lyrics were pretty fucking intense. She goes, now I'm a homewrecker. I'm a slut. I got death ri- threats filling up semi trucks tell me who i am guess i don't have a choice all because i like the boy so that song was like shit you're talking about some real shit and that's like you, you i kind of feel always, bad though. you know it's but like weren't we always like we were on team that guy sucks i think was where we ended up our stance being yeah i don't feel bad about like our stance but it's just like the internet she oh, okay. this this poor girl probably got fucking trash i thought we were making i thought we were making you know, I mean, we probably did we probably did but uh we're still team olivia if there's a team but the thing is i don't think there's a team you know um it seems like but it was a cool everyone's song. team everyone except for that guy everybody hates that guy everybody does hate that guy um but it was like when you can write a song that talks about a pivotal moment in your life you can make it catchy you can make it like heartfelt and not like not corny and you address everything in one song it's always like damn that's impressive i just like when people talk about their lives in their music accurately and like thoughtfully like how kendrick did with his past album so i really liked uh, both feather by sabrina carpenter and that song was really good um and then shout out cal i've got empty empty like sky by daily bread on here you showed me that's a, it's a banger banger of song it's pretty much all i got kyle yeah i think i'm good too got anything else to say no, I was taking a peek through here and seeing if there was anything I forgot because we <laughs> have had this playlist queued up for a long time. But no, I think I'm good. Man, there's, there's nothing better than some closure when like we don't do a podcast for a while and you're like, God, I got, I got so many weird things to talk about. And now it's like, bang, 
Anything before They're April out. April 27th is dead to me. I already talked about it. <laughs> Fuck it. And we, and <laughs> we, we really too. Like we, we genuinely, since we've started this, we take it to heart that we don't talk about music to each other that much. No, dude. Your, your wedding actually funny. killed me because someone it was someone was talking about, or I think it was Mitch, he was talking about the Jonah Hill Kanye thing, and I was just like, yeah, dude, pretty funny. I was like, Kyle totally hasn't heard about this. I have this. content. I have fucking content. ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, we're, we're pretty fucking good about it. I thought that weekend, yeah. like we were... I was there from like fucking Thursday to Tuesday. And we, I saw shit. you more than any of my other groups, <laughs> which is really funny. I just kept like, because the, the two options were like fly across the country and not be there long enough and then have to leave or like stay in a dope city for too long. And I literally stayed, the hotel I stayed at for like four nights, I basically paid rent there, was your wedding venue. So I was like, I'm just going to fucking hole up here. <laughs> and it was, yeah. I had the best food in the world. Portland's amazing. Let's keep it, let's keep it real. Portland looks good on you. Portland's great. I love Portland, yeah. yeah. But like, it's a little too hipster for me. I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm not Portland. Yeah. I but like, it. I like cosplaying as Portland, and I did for yeah, those for five a weekend. days, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Portland knows how to kill comfort food. Like, facts. Just, they just kill it, but they put twists on it too. Mm-hmm. The food in Portland was outstanding. I know it been, but we just like I had more time to just. I, I had nothing been- to do. I had like eight different meals at some great places. The micro I want to say I, I want to say it, it won top food city in America like either last year or the year before. And like that is, I feel like Chicago is always top five. Portland, yeah. I think, has per capita per restaurants has better food than Chicago. Like I, I think that's the thing with Portland. I was like I, eight I, for I, eight. I genuinely it was crazy. Can count. I can count on one hand in the six years I've lived here the amount of restaurants I've walked into and been like eh. It's crazy. Like not even, not even bad. Not even be like that was bad. <laughs> yeah. Be like, eh, it was pretty good. It's crazy. Like I can count on one hand that. It's usually I walk out. I'm like, boy, why did I eat everything? Dude, and best, then I'm best chicken sandwich of my life. With what I did. Whatever that place was called. Screen door. Amazing. Then yeah. the that that egg truck changed my Friday life. Friday, I'm in love. Shout out Philly yeah. John. That was fucking unreal. And then I went yeah. to like every microbrewery. Anytime <laughs> we were yeah. bored, it's like, oh, I'm a hungover. What should we do? Bored. Oh, yeah, there's breweries everywhere. <sighs> do you want to go get a flight of beer? Yes. <laughs> that would make me feel better. <laughs> and a great time. We should get married again to Natalie again, of course. You know. Yeah, I just keep it. Keep it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was so <laughs> easy and fun to plan, and I wasn't complaining about <laughs> writing thank you notes at all. So, Dude, I basically to- didn't bother you for like five months. So, yeah, I get to bother you now. It's the fun part. That's fair. Yeah. All right. I'm going to see you in uh, two weeks. Oh, God damn it. We have to go to a Sox game. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be so bad. It's really going to suck. <laughs> Man, we should have bought tickets now. They would have been a dollar. Yeah, they're losing uh, 12 to 2 hey, right now. And maybe it's still probably going to be a packed house with Jose. Though, so. See you soon, I mean, Kyle. Whatever, man. It's going to be fun. So. We'll see All you right. soon. Say your thing. Bye. We out.